Hey, cuz. What's up, cuz? Oh, just the usual. Begging people to go buy a t-shirt from our, our merch store on campfirepod.com <laughs> slash merch. What about you? I don't know. Really, please, people, buy shirts. <laughs> like like right buy now, two. we have our new Pyramid Pride shirt for Pride Month. You know, the VFX Max Pyramid? I should have worn my VFX Max shirt, but it's yeah. dirty right now because I wear it so often. <laughs> and you can have a dirty shirt, too. No, just go to campfirepod.com slash merch. That's C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E-P-O-D dot com slash merch and buy a shirt. And while you're on Amazon, because it will take you to Amazon, that's where all our shirts are made and sold. If you buy anything else, we might make a small commission at no extra charge to you. And it's just a great way to help support the show. Right, cuz? Oh my goodness. You're texting at the beginning of the show. Why? I'm talking over you, but you can That's what happens when you start the show and this you talk over This show is a family-oriented show, but it's oriented from the adult perspective. We talk about it's what? adult situations. You mean from our perspective? Adult man. <laughs> so if there's any kids in the room, yeah, ours. Ass, if there are any kids in the room, unless they want to learn something about life. That's true. Right, this may not be suitable for children. I mean, it's probably not suitable for anybody, if we're being honest. I don't want to make anybody mad. I love yeah. my family and friends. Oh, but we, we make, make everybody so mad. People mad. <laughs> and we really don't. Not on purpose. I don't think they really don't think we love think them. Because what if, what if we're just stupid and we just don't know our own limits? <laughs> we don't know when to stop. <laughs> That's what happens when people get a microphone in front of them. <laughs> I know. It makes all of a sudden it makes you think that everything you say is important and realize. No, no, and then like you listen to a lady and you're like, oh, that's so boring. Who the hell is going to listen to this? No, just think about it. What happens when you get a microphone in front of you and there's music? You start singing. Why? Because music is real important. Because you think you can <laughs> sing. <laughs> hey, speaking of, oh, wait, wait, this is episode yeah. 47. But speaking of sort of singing, sort of not singing, I got a weird compliment the other day. I, I, don't, I don't even know it was a compliment. I think it was a compliment. You help me. Try and help me understand this. Okay. Okay. A friend of mine it. was doing an impression, uh, actually a pretty good impression of Owen Wilson. And you know, she had his kind of mannerisms down and, and his, his, his vocal inflections. And uh, I was like, that's pretty good. And she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at doing impressions. I said, hey, do an impression of me, because I'm just curious. I'd like to know what, how other people see me. You know, I didn't mean to put her on the spot like that, but I did. So uh, she was like, uh, I, I can't, because, you, you know, you have a, uh, your voice is deep. You have this really nice chest register. And I had never heard those words put together, <laughs> chest register. So, of course. Can we Google it? You know what? <laughs> Maybe a smarter person would have. But instead of being like, oh, thank you. I was like, I've never heard that term before, so I'm just going to tease you about it. I'm like My chest register. Hey, y'all, look at my nice chest register. It's where I keep my credit cards and my money <laughs> in my chest register. But then, cuz, cuz, <laughs> would you stop texting, please? It sounds like a cash register. I'm pulling up chest what register. <laughs> it says chest register vocals. I'm just did chest. This term is you. This use of this term varies widely within vocal. I can't say this word. No, I'm not no, going to no, read no, no, it. No, I'm just going to put do. it up. No, no, no. Read it, please. <laughs> You're looking at your phone. This is your punishment. It says the use of this term varies widely within vocal pedagogical, joggical. Yeah, pedagogical. Circles, no, say the word. and there is currently no one. I don't know what word that is. I have no idea. Pedagogical? I have no idea. Pedagogical? 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 Circles. It's spelt P-E-D-A-G-O-G-I-C-A-L. I guess it's pedagogical, whatever that is. And there is currently no one consistent opinion among vocal music professionals in regard to this term. Chest voice can be used in relation to the following. A particular part of the vocal range or type of vocal register. 
I don't understand it. That's from yeah, Wikipedia. Okay, so Somebody anyways, like it's coming from my chest. Words. My voice is in my chest, evidently. And then, like a cash register, my chest register. Yeah. No refunds, by the way. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> all sales are all exactly. sales are final. <laughs> so I never thought about it, and sometimes I think I have a pretty not not singing. But sometimes I think my speaking voice is okay. You know, when when everything is nice and clear, not today because I'm all, but I feel like I, I have a pretty decent speaking voice. It, you know, it's a nice manly voice. But other days it sounds like it's mm-hmm. all up here in my nose and it's just like kind of high and it just doesn't sound very good. But what's that face you're making? I'm just being honest. I know, just... That's how it feels to me. I can't that's, control this That's how sometimes. it feels to me. That, like, that's how I hear myself sometimes, and I don't like it. But, like, right now, I feel like my 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 chest register is nice and, and clear and coming through, and I feel like I have a pretty... It's your... What? Talk host voice. What? It's your talk host voice. You mean voice. my talk show host voice? Yes. Welcome to Number Two Podcast. I'm your host, Tello... <laughs> Actually, I'm your co-host, Tello. Here's We're your host. We're getting ready to count Lordus. him down. <laughs> Call number five. Come on, what do you have on the air? What What would you like to say on the show? <laughs> that could be like hair bumps or boob bumps. Okay. Call number five. Thank you for that. Call number six. What do you think about that? <laughs> All right. All right. We're taking phone calls here on number two podcast. Hey, hey, we got another caller. What do you What do you have to say to, about my voice? I have some turds in the toilet. They're just floating and stuck. Yeah. Sometimes I think my voice is pretty shitty too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's pretty cool, guys. I like t- that. You could You could be a talk no, show host, no, radio goodness, person. No. <laughs> By the way, we're recording two shows in a row. This is the second show. If you listen to last week's show, I think we were still kind of asleep. And now we're waking up because we're having more yeah. fun right now. <laughs> yeah, the coffee definitely took its So you should effect, probably drink so, coffee yeah. before the show. So you're awake for the show. Instead of drinking it during the show. And when I ask you a question, I have to wait for you to drink, swallow, and then then answer. So anyway. Yeah. I can't help Back it. Back to my chest register. My fancy, my handsome gentleman's chest register. Uh, so that day I ate, stayed in my mind about that because I never thought about it. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to clear my chest register there. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept thinking about it the rest of that day. And when I spoke, I was like, I can kind of feel, yeah, I think it is coming from my chest. And then later on that night, I was singing in the car and not hitting the notes that I wanted to hit because I, I oh, can't hate when that sing. happens. But when I was singing and I started, my voice started to get a little bit tired. I, I could feel it. It was coming from my chest. And I, I'm like, wow, this, this girl was spot on. I have a chest register, evidently. And now I know. I don't know what I'm going to do with that information, but I, now I'm aware of it. And whenever my voice starts to get up here and, and I have, you know, whatever's going on in my nose, I'll try and bring it back down to my <laughs> chest where it belongs and my nice. Is that where you sing from your chest? Well, I mean, the I thought the, you sing from the, your, like the pit of your well, stomach. Well, I mean, the words come out of my mouth and my vo- the air passes through my vocal cords and my throat. I don't know because maybe that's what I'm doing wrong because I don't know how to sing. So maybe it should be coming from my stomach. I'm gonna, I'm gonna YouTube that and see if there's ways to learn how. Yeah, to let sing. me try. Okay, I'm sitting up straight now. I'm, I'm gonna try and get my voice from my chest down to my stomach. <sighs> it's not working. Like, bring it from your stomach. Uh, yeah. I'm it. singing. No, that's still on my chest. <clears throat> um, that's still on my chest too. Loud Bring it from the stomach. Singing from my stomach. You know what it is? I'm too fat to sing from my stomach. There's too much no, there's too much not. going on down there. There's no room for for vo- for song down there. Oh. So your stomach registers full? <laughs> yeah, my stomach my stomach <laughs> registers very full. I've been cheating on my diet so crazy. 
I joined this. No, cause don't no, do that. I know, that. I know. I've been off the rails a little bit. I, I'm still, I'm still at. I've still met my goal for the year, but I, I want to do better than that. And I joined this competition to lose weight over the next two months. And like from the day I joined that competition, I've been eating out like crazy. Maybe not like crazy, but I've been eating out way too much. In fact, what's go ahead. What were you going to say? Besides the goal of reach, reaching your goal and winning the competition, what is the, like what's the prize? I don't know. They haven't announced them yet, but there are prizes along the way. And worse than that, I didn't know they were going to do this, but they they everybody who's involved they've been sectioned off into teams. So I'm actually affecting a, a group of people. Oh, cause you can't be that person. Look, look, no, 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 Don't no. The first that. competition that I didn't know that we were going to have is step competition. You have to like measure your steps in a day. So I downloaded a pedometer. Excuse me, hang on. Oh yeah. man, that was beefy. I downloaded a, a pedometer app on my phone. Sabascale pedometer. Okay. Yes, it keeps track of your steps. Well, first of all, there's a show I listen I've to. Owned a couple. There's a show I listen to on satellite radio called Cavino and Rich. And years ago, they talked about pedometers, and the guy El Cavino, who's half Mexican, said every time he sees that, he thinks it's pedometer. <laughs> Would you get off your <laughs> phone, please? Seriously, because you're driving me crazy. I'm writing. Oh. I'm writing. I wrote down those people's names oh, you, for that I show. I thought you wrote down No. So when I'm downloading my... And my phone is over so here. So I'm stealing their joke. I, I downloaded uh, a pedometer on my phone. Shut up. And my phone is too old to work with this. It needs a motion chip. The chip that was introduced in the model of phone that was one right after the phone that I have. So my phone is one generation too old to run this pedometer app. But don't you have like the oldest iPhone out there right now? It's not the oldest. Like, it's a 5C. It's like one of the like, and we're on 10. You're five no, phones behind. No, they went iPhone 8, then iPhone 10. They skipped nine. So I'm only like four phones behind, three or four. Shut up, cuz look, it still works in every other respect, except for the ear thing. I have to put on a speakerphone to use it. Or I can plug in a headset. <laughs> hey, shut up, look. Maybe, oh, you probably can't even use the wireless Yes, I can. Because it, it has probably Bluetooth. is that one. Oh, but okay. Hey, look, I'm trying to get someplace with this no, story. I'm just saying. So my phone is too old oh, yeah. to use the pedometer app. So none of my steps are being counted toward this competition. So in a related story, related to my eating out too much, I got an email from my bank saying that my card, my debit card had some suspicious activity on it and I had to call this number. So I see that and I'm like, oh man, am I, am I being, am I being fished? I'm not sure if I can trust this email, even though everything looks official, looks, the credentials are right. I call the number. And of course, what's the first thing they do? They ask for your account number to, to verify that you're who you are and, and what you're calling about. And I'm like, I don't know if I trust this. So I had to do some online research. Turns out, legitimate email, legitimate phone number. I give them my account number and they tell me, yeah, you know, your card was uh, was used. Yeah, compromised, compromised security, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We sent you a new card. I'm like, oh, hey, that's great. Where'd you send it to? They gave me the address. I was like, that's my old address. I just recently moved. So like, okay, well, look, since someone might have access to that card, we have to cancel your debit card right now. I was like, okay, like right now, right now? And they're like, yes, now, because somebody else could be out there using it. I'm like, all right. They got my new address. They're like, we're sending you a new card to this new address. It'll be in an envelope with our bank name on there. You know, it'll be official. I'm like, okay, good. So, okay, so I can't use my debit card anymore for purchases. No, you can't use your debit card for purchases. But just to verify, just to make sure that, uh, you know, 
the suspicious activity if, just to make sure that there, there hasn't been any charges on there we need to verify the last few purchases like, alright cool let's go so they're like okay did you have an, a purchase of this amount from Amazon I'm like yes I bought my cousin a pride shirt <laughs> not the cousin you might think the cousin <laughs> If she ever listens to this, she's going to be like, I knew it. She needs to wear that shirt because she's gay. <laughs> I bought my number two cousin a pyramid my- pride shirt from campfirepod.com slash merch that led me to Amazon where I purchased the shirt. Yes, that's the Amazon purchase on me. <laughs> and then, because I swear to you, she goes, and then let's see, one, two, three purchases from Whataburger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Three purchases in one day. I ate every meal at Whataburger that day. No. I was so embarrassed. I said, yes, ma'am. I'm a bachelor. I eat out <laughs> way too much. <laughs> and I said, "That's yes, that, that, those purchases oh. are correct. Oh, my god! And she said, okay. I said, well, you know, I don't know. I said, you know, can you tell me what the, do you know what the suspicious activity was? She's like, well, there was an ATM uh, your card was used at an, at an ATM. I was like, wow, I can't remember the last time I used my card at an, at an ATM. And she said, well, this could have been six or eight months ago. I'm like, oh, oh, six or eight months ago. I can barely <laughs> remember what I did yesterday. So card's been canceled. That's weird. Yeah. I had the same thing happen. Did you? Well, somebody did some. Yeah. And it's what's. Um, I noticed when I go to a, a particular gas station, it's actually a grocery store and yeah, I get the well, gas there. Well, this leads up to a gas um, station It's happened too, before. So, so I um, used, I got gas and then like by that weekend, one Sunday morning, my phone was just gone off that my, my card had been compromised. Of course, you know, there wasn't really much that they could take. So <laughs> they shut my card down. And sent me a new card. But I still have the old card on me because, you know, I didn't lose it or anything. And I recently had to update payments that I had set for that card to be. The default payment was my old card number. So I'm getting notifications that that card is no longer working and I need to update my payment method. But in order to do Which that, I, have to do I need the I old card, card number. Oh, no. Okay. So I'm so glad. All right. Thanks for telling me that. Yeah. I haven't cut up my old card yet. So <laughs> I guess I'll hang on to that. Don't. Yeah. Because when I gave, um, what happened was um, Netflix, I, I was asked by my father to help him one day make a Netflix payment and he would come bring me the cash or whatever. And I said, yeah, don't worry about it. You know. So I went out on his Netflix account and I made the payment. Well, I didn't know because I never changed mine that in order to remove the payment method from Netflix, you have to update it with another card. So two months later, I noticed that I've been having two drafts come out of my account. So I called Netflix and I gave them my new card number. And they said, no, that's not the right card number. So I had to give them the old card number, but it was still drafting. So somehow the bank was able to link the net. Netflix was able to still get into my account with that old card number. I don't know how. But I um, I learned that you can blacklist your card through Netflix and it will block it from all accounts. So that card cannot be used anymore <laughs> i updated mine with a different card now but i was like what well back to my story and before i was so, so rudely kind. interrupted for this great netflix story about you buying Sorry, your okay. dad netflix for two months <laughs> wait but netflix refunded me my money oh that was nice month, so yay okay. hey yeah. big fan so, of netflix go ahead. not gonna lie big fan yes in fact yeah so uh, the new we. season of queer eye is that Oh, I just realized they released Queer Eye during Pride Month. I think that was on purpose. Queer Eye? You never heard of Queer Eye? <laughs> All right. No. Years ago, there was a show called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. And it was a group of gay guys who uh-huh. would help like a sloppy 
straight guy, like dress better, get you know, fix him up, fix up his living. Like what not kind to of, wear. Oh yeah. yeah, I used to watch that show too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like a big pop culture phenomenon. It was a big hit. I never really watched it back then because it just didn't seem to interest me. And I dressed like a slob anyway. Yeah. But I. This this new season that was released, I guess last year on Netflix, I saw it and I was like, oh, cool! They they must have put the old episodes on there. And this was right after I'd started dieting and I was losing weight, so I was like, let me check and see if there's any style tips I could pick up. So I watched the first episode and it was I realized it was brand new stuff. These are a different group of guys, and I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know. This might this seems a little contrived. You know, they just got these group of guys together to try and recreate whatever magic they they captured with that that first series. But the first episode mm-hmm. was really good. The guy they made over was an older guy, who, you know, really thought poorly of himself and didn't take care of himself. And they cleaned him up and they found a style that fit him. It's nothing like super fancy, but like it, he looks way better than he did before with the clothes that he was wearing. And it was actually kind of an emotional episode because this guy hooked up, he ended up having the confidence to to hook up with a, a woman who he really liked, who he had been in a relationship before. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie because I got a little bit emotional. Yeah. Oh, so I started cool. watching some more and, you know, there were some that were better than others, but like a lot of them. I was at the end of it. I was like, wipe my eyes and damn, that's a pretty good show. I wasn't expecting <laughs> this. And again, you know, style tips and whatnot, but still I'm a t-shirt and jeans guy. I probably need some people to help me dress better. But anyway, so I, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed the show. And now season two is, has just been released and uh, I'll be looking forward to checking those out too. But, Cause- but we're sidetracked again. Because I have, yeah, I have, have, I have an agenda. I have a track, and you keep distracting me. You're the one telling the story, but I do have yes. a question. How do you spell queer? Q U E E R. I've never spelt it before. Queer. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, what were you saying about you have? Um, you were going to talk about something, and I interrupted you. I'm sorry. With your Netflix story, and completely sidetracked us. Anyway, Pride Month, go watch Queer Eye. It's, okay. it's a good show. I write it. I wrote it down. Okay. So, um, my debit card got canceled because they're sending me a new one, right? So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't have any cash on me. I don't want to go to the bank, but I still have a couple credit cards. I'm I'm breaking my rule of using credit cards. Just in the interim until I get my new debit card. Because I'm too mm-hmm. lazy to go to the bank and show them my ID. And <laughs> anyway, it's a hassle. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got my credit cards. That, that's fine. So I come home from work. I stop at a gas station to get gas. And I got one of my roommates with me because we carpool. And she's like, look, you've been driving to work. Here, let me give you some gas money. I'm like, no, I was going to work anyway. You don't have to give me gas money. Don't worry about it. I get out, use my credit card, ask me my zip code. I'm like, okay, I just updated this on their website. So it's my new current zip code. Type it in and it gets declined. Like, ah, oh, you got to be kidding me. Like, it's still, maybe it still has the old address in there. So I run the card again, ask me for my zip code. I type in my old zip code. It gets declined and it tells me I have to go in to use my credit card. I'm like, oh my goodness. How embarrassing. So I pop my head into the car. Hey, I need to get run into the store to get something to drink. You want something? (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm straight up with her. I'm like, look, um, it's telling me I have to go inside to use my credit card. So I'll be right back. I go inside, tell the guy (laughs) I want to fill up my tank on pump number 10. And I, and I, I warned him. I was like, hey, look. You know, it told me I had to come in here because um, I just I just moved and I think it's not it's not taking my new address. So he runs a card. It asks for my zip code. I type it in. It gets declined. <laughs> now there's witnesses. <laughs> he's like, okay, we'll try. He's like, okay, we'll try your other zip code. He runs the card again. 
ask for my zip code. I type in the old zip code. And it says, it says on the, the screen waiting for approval. And he tells me it's declined. I'm like, it says waiting for approval. He's like, it says declined over here. I'm like, <sighs> okay, thanks. You say, wait, I got another car. So Try I this one. <laughs> go back out to the car and I pop my head in the window and I said, hey, my card is declined. Oh my god! Can gosh. I use yours? And she laughs at me and hands me her debit card. I put ten dollars worth of gas in there and give it back to her. She's like, "You only put ten dollars?" Like, yes, I only put ten dollars. I don't know what's going on. This card is good. I come home. I look at my phone. Oh, I forgot. I also tried my other credit card, which also got declined. So All your I come cards home. were declining. Yes. Have I'm you like, been hacked? Identity no, hacked? I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, th- this is what credit cards are for. I just moved. And it's not like I moved to a completely different state. I moved like 20 minutes south of where I used to live. Yeah, you're still within a certain radius. To- yeah, I'm still in the Austin area. I'm in Austin yeah. now. Like these are places that I would normally use my if I had to use my credit card. This what, but it had been so long since I used my credit card because I'm trying to get out of debt. I guess they're just like, hey, look, man, this guy doesn't use his credit cards now. All of a sudden, he's trying to make purchases. What's going on? So I get home and I see on my phone, I got a text message from the credit card company. Is this you trying to make this purchase? Press one for yes, no, uh, two for no. Like, oh shit. So I, I was like, yeah, that was me trying to make the purchase. I sent one. Then I got a, a voicemail from the other credit card company asking if it was me trying to use my credit card at this place. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I'm like, okay, maybe I didn't update my address. So I get online and check my credit card. Yeah, my address is updated. So I call the number on the back of my card and the lady answers. And I'm like, hey, you know, I just tried to use my card. It's no good. It's being declined. What's up? And she's got to validate my identity. So she goes through and she's like, okay, here's some, I'm going to ask you some questions that are freely available in your credit report. What's your email address? I'm like, I got this. I know my email address. I've had the same email for more than a decade. I give her my email. That doesn't match with what we have on record. What was your previous email? Like, I don't know. This is my oh only my email address. I, said, I, I have a couple more email addresses that I've made recently, you know, for like the show and stuff. So I try those. Of course, those aren't it. So I'm like, um, is there another way to validate it? She's like, yeah, I can send you um, a code. I can text message you a code. I'm like, great. Oh, wait. Can you email me that? Because I can't accept. I can't get text messages while I'm on the phone because of my, I won't say yeah. the, the name, but it rhymes with print <laughs> uh, that won't allow just, you to be on the phone and receive text messages at the same time. So this weird print company, <laughs> phone company. Yeah. So she's like, well, I can't email it to you. <laughs> so the only other way for her to validate that I am who I am is she's like, can I hang up with you and call you back? And she gives me my phone number. Will you answer that phone call? I'm like, yes, that's my phone number. Call me back. So I hang up and I got to wait for her to call me back. <laughs> she calls me back. She, I answer and I say hello and I call her by her name. And she's like, is this yeah. Mr. Tello? I'm like, yeah. And then I, I repeated her name. I was like, is this so-and-so? She's like, yes. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> We're who we say we are. <laughs> Got that part cleared up. Yeah, so she continues to validate it, and she's like, okay, so uh, you tried to use your card at this, she lists the name of the gas station, whatever it was. She's like, do you want me to validate that purchase? I said, well, I'm not there anymore. I was declined. I had to borrow money from somebody. I didn't make a purchase because my card was declined, and I'm not there at the gas station anymore, so I... I mean, I, yes, if it'll allow me to use my card from now on, yes, validate it. 
Because you know you went over the limit and you didn't even have funds. No, I have been very diligent about that. Believe me, that thought crossed my mind. I was like, what if somebody stole my card and like ran up this weird amount? Ooh, that would be so bad. Yeah, so I was scared, but it wasn't that. It was just that I hadn't used my cards in a long time and I happened to move and just it was a perfect storm that I was caught in the middle of. And it was very embarrassing. So So embarrassing. I'll probably cut this story out of the final podcast. No, you won't. Of course I won't. Why would I tell it? <laughs> I don't know, because we've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> that was just when you were talking bad about your mom and I had to cut it out. That's not true. <laughs> Does it matter? She doesn't listen any. <laughs> she doesn't listen, but so just, it still gets back to her. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. No, um, and not from my mom. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. We have leakers. <laughs> um, did you update your email address? With the no. credit card company? Yeah. Well, yeah, they they had like that information is on file. She was asking for my email address that was available from like credit report. Oh, whatever. on your credit report. Oh, okay. I guess. Okay. So, but I had to validate who I was first in order for them to have that. But yeah, like I was like, how could you not have that? I get emails from you all the time asking me how much I make so that you can offer me a higher credit limit and I just ignore it. I'm not gonna tell you how much yeah. I make. You don't need to know you don't need to know what my income is. Say no. I, I'm sure. And that's what my roommate told no me. To she was like she I, I was like, I don't know why this is being declined. She said, Because you are a creature of habit and they know you don't spend money on <laughs> Yeah. You haven't used that card. Go ahead. You're making that funny sneeze face. Let it out. Uh, no? Didn't come out. Mm-mm. Okay. It's going well, to come out. I'm bit. glad you could at least snort your boogers on, on the microphone. Whatever. You snort all the time on the microphone. That's just cocaine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do cocaine. That's terrible. I've never done that for the record. Be too scared to. <laughs> Oh, man, I forgot to tell my joke about my chest register. <laughs> what? I just looked at my notes, and at the very last thing, I was like, you know why? You know why my voice why my voice emits from my chest? Why? Because everything I say is from the heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one, but it's okay. We'll let it slide. No, seriously. <laughs> For example, La Marta, who is not allowed on this show, from the heart, from my chest register, I don't like you. You ruined the show. Stay away from it. <laughs> we can't. We need all the listeners we can get. Go buy a shirt and then maybe... No, I won't let you back. Go buy three shirts, and then maybe I'll let you back on the show. Oh, my goodness. That's too funny. (laughs) Um, You know what's weird? I'm just remembering. I didn't really give little Augustine a graduation gift, so I'm going to write that down because I need to make sure I give him one. Well, you're a bad cousin. I know. You know what I gave him? Nothing. Hey, cuz, you know how right? this works? <laughs> no, you, do you know how this works? I need to not answer for you. <laughs> you know what I gave him? What, cuz? The same thing I gave your lovely daughter for her graduation. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Thank you. You want to tell everyone in the audience what I gave your daughter for her graduation? Yes. Cuz gave them... Drum roll. And by the way, this was before the the credit card and debit card debacle. Debacle. Go like ahead, that. tell. Yeah. I already told them. Tell them what I. I did. Tell them again. Cuz gave them. <laughs> Nothing. 
you can't hear anything because there's nothing to get. <laughs> I told you right away, up front. I love them. I'm proud of them. I'm not giving them anything. Can't do it. Hey, and I'm gonna tell you and all every single one of our listeners. My kids are not about the gifts. They're not about materialistic things unless they want to buy it themselves. And that's the way I am. They don't care about any gifts. If you give them something that's nice and sweet, they I, appreciate it. But if you don't, it's okay. Let me tell you something about giving gifts. I don't appreciate everything I get, and I'll tell you why. Don't get me Because it's anything. not given from the chest register. <laughs> Yeah, reach deep into your chest register (laughs) and grab a little bit more money and buy me something good. No, 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 no. Don't buy me anything, please. I have very limited space and I don't need extra junk. Don't give me something that's going to make me feel bad when I throw it away. You know what it is, cuz? I'm talking to you too, cuz. I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But you know what it is? It's a form of validation. It's like, I need you to know that I care about you and I love you and I'm going to give you something you don't need. <laughs> <laughs> and then I open, I'm like, I thought you said you loved me and cared about me. This you is the opposite. You should have given me nothing. You should have yeah. given me nothing. You should have given me the same thing I gave to Pila and Augustine for their graduation. <laughs> I'm not cluttering their house or their bedroom with anything. If I could, I would fatten their bank account, but that is not something I can do right now. And one day I hope to change that. But until then, I need gas and I need my car to be good when I go there. <laughs> and also I need to visit Whataburger three, three times in one day because I'm a bachelor. <laughs> and obviously that's a, a cry for help. <laughs> I didn't know Whataburger was on the keto thing. Because it's not. I told you, I'm cheating on my diet. Um, I have this book, a co-worker and I were talking about our eating. I would right. guess before it's like an this, eating. Before you tell this boring story, I'll say you can make burger, uh, not Burger King, Whataburger. I don't, forget Keto friendly. Yeah. You just go and here's what I do. You, you ready? You want to hear my order when I'm doing the, when I'm on keto properly? Yeah. Uh, could I get a triple water burger with no pickles, no onions, and no bun? <laughs> and Sir, like, okay. So that's a, a triple water burger, no pickles, no onions, and no bun at all? No bread? That's correct. <laughs> Would you like to upsize that? <laughs> They're like, what drink did you want with that? I'm like, no, 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 no. Not the meal. Not the meal. Just the entree. Just a burger. <laughs> like, just a burger without a bun. Yes, that's what I mean. Just just the, the meat. No bun, no pickles, no onions. Okay. Uh, so, no, fri- no fries. But I do, I mean, I mean you asked me if I, what drink I wanted. I didn't want the meal, but I do want a drink. But no fries. Yes, no fries. What drink would you like? Uh, just water. Okay. So, you want a triple water burger, no pickles, no onions, no bun, and a water. Yes. So what comes on a water burger when you don't get pickles and onions? You get lettuce, tomatoes, and mustard, which is what I like. So I go through, I get it. They give it to me in a little black salad plate, you know, with a little clear plastic cover on top of it. And I look in, and I see three pieces of meat, lettuce, tomatoes. One time... They had the mustard smeared all over the top piece of meat. Another time, they had the mustard in a little side container. But almost all the time, there's no mustard. And I love mustard. I love the little tangy zip of mustard, you know. (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is, and I know what I'm getting. And let me tell you, cuz, I probably shouldn't pay this for a regular burger, but for damn sure for three pieces of burger meat, still costs seven dollars and some change oh my gosh they don't they don't give you a price reduction for no bun but i'm not asking for that water burger but if you asked for an extra bun you'd get charged for it probably (laughs) i'm just saying are they charging you for a drink 
No, no, no. Water's free. Damn. That's a, um, this book my friend let me borrow, my coworker. It's um, The Whole 30. Can you see that? Yeah, I've heard that's real similar to the keto. Yeah. Um, and I've read like um, the first two pages, that's all. So I can't really tell you anything else about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fact so That's my, my health tip for the day. <laughs> Maybe that book is going to help you. If you read two pages a day, by the end of 2020, you'll almost be done with that book. <laughs> Wait, the whole let me see. 30. I did write... Um, Oh, I, this is the one tip that I can say is um, our relationship with food is an emotional one. True. I, when we think of food, I'm sorry, am I talking or are you? You're right. <laughs> I'm talking. You know what? What? No, no, go ahead. I was joking. When we think of food, it's a comfort. It's a reward. It's it a trusted friend. And Amen. even a mother's love. True that. Yes. Right. My mom showed so much love through her food that uh, when my brother caught that La Marta, she never <laughs> It went left. straight to the heart. It went straight to your <laughs> chest register. <laughs> Not my chest register. Mom's food went straight to her chest register. <laughs> and then we never got rid of her. <laughs> she's probably going to hate us. I do have to send a message because I just got a call, so I am. Okay, well, why are you doing that? Just pretend to listen to me while I tell this part. With so one night, here's what I do, by the way. This is so pathetic, but I'll admit to this. I, I'll go to Whataburger, and instead of going in and eating there like a normal person or bringing it home and eating it at home like a normal person, I'll sit in the parking lot and listen to a podcast while I'm eating. Mm-hmm. It's my alone time. It's, I call it my picnic in the parking lot. <laughs> so I'm listening to this podcast called Smodcast. It's a filmmaker named Kevin Smith, and he's interviewing the famous magician Pendulette from Penn and Teller. And uh, Kevin Smith just survived a heart attack, a major heart attack, and he's been losing weight since then. And part of it was from this book that that Pendulette wrote, who also lost a bunch of weight. Mm-hmm. And he's talking, just like you said, about food being a habit and about how his habits changed once he started this this weird diet that he's on and how his cravings for certain things left, and especially for red meat. And I'm thinking, man, I could never, I don't know if I could ever do that. I don't know if I would want to do that because I love the taste of red meat so much. I love steak. I love my burgers. But he's talking about it being a habit and about how he has, he had to be careful in the beginning, especially because if he had something that he wasn't supposed to have anymore, he would go off the rails again. It would just it, it would just become this old bad habit. And I'm sitting there in the parking lot eating my triple water burger with a bun <laughs> and enjoying my fries and my cup of water because that's all I drink really is water. But I'm so I'm you did get that. fries. Well, I got a regular burger too. Because uh, I'm telling the story of when I was cheating on my diet okay. and I'm listening to this great advice from these two people who have lost a lot of weight and there I am in my old habits and they were talking about how they don't eat as much, like they used to eat really out of habit. Like the first hunger pang in the morning, you know, you think, oh, I'm hungry, I need to eat. But if you wait a little while, it'll probably pass. And that's happened to me too. Right. Like, uh, most days I've gotten my meals down to one or two meals a day when I'm doing this properly. But as you heard in my, in my debit verification story, <laughs> there was that one day that I had three meals from Whataburger. And let me tell you, none of them were keto friendly. Oh, there my were goodness. fries involved in all of them and buns on every burger. <laughs> oh my God. And it was It is an addiction. Done, yeah, it was that old bad habit. Is there a siding behind you? What happened? I think it's raining. <sighs> okay. <laughs> but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. 
I cheated another night too. A friend of mine, a friend of mine got tickets to go see the Goonies in the theater. Remember oh, that cool. movie, The Goonies? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, she, um, she and her boyfriend got me a ticket as a late birthday present. And uh, when we got, oh, check this out. I asked her too when when we got there. They had these gifts for everybody, and I was like, "How much were the tickets?" Because look at what they had. Can you see this? Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's a it's a like a. Is that Presley? Beer... <laughs> right? Doesn't he look like Presley? That's he Chunk. does. It's so cute. He looks so much like Presley, <laughs> and here I am, sloth on the back. Oh my gosh! No. <laughs> no, but it it was like this little uh, beer pint glass. Uh, yeah. It's from Flicks Brewhouse, Fan Fest, the Goonies. On the other side, it says Goonies Never Say Die. They have little eye patches in there oh, for you to play cool. along with the pirate. Yeah, like you a sticker. Yeah, you could have boxed that up and shipped it as a gift. <laughs> well, I'm keeping I mean, it. That's my gift. That's my belated birthday gift. But oh, uh, yeah. as, this place, Flicks Brewhouse, they're, they're a lot like the Alamo Draft House, which I think is the original uh, dinner in a movie place. Yeah, where I they they sell Bobby, food in the your theater. Your fave Crows yeah. always talks about that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is in you know this is around here also. So <clears throat> she was like, excuse me. So she was like, dinner is on us. You know, it's birthday present, congratulations, all this stuff, whatever. <sighs> so I look at that menu. <laughs> There's nothing keto friendly on there, and I'm like, you know what? It's a night out. I'm going to enjoy myself. So I got a burger and fries. And I, I'm proud. I didn't get a shake. I got I got water. Like, that's it. You know, they're, they're nice enough to buy this for me. I'm not going to pile on money. But I had a good time. It was a lot of fun watching the Goonies. There were a couple of parts. Okay, first, first of all, I think this movie came out in 86. So it's been uh, 32 years since I've seen it in a theater. I've only oh seen it. Gosh. I've only seen it on DVD and, yeah. and VHS since then. And again, I love these styles of movies. The the type where it's a kids' adventure movie. The kids have to take care of things because this was something that yeah, was like really, there's like no adults, and if they are, they're the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> see, you think you don't watch movies and analyze them? That's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> I so, yeah, ex- yeah, and and it takes me back to being a child. But also, I'm I'm not a child anymore. I'm an adult, and you know, I'm a filmmaker at heart. My heart located here in my chest register, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, there were a couple of parts that I was like, oh man, that's kind of cheesy. But then I think again, it's a kids' movie. But there was uh, the part where. Remember Data, the little Vietnamese kid who had all the inventions and stuff? And yeah. He, he wore that, like, that long coat with the stuff on it. All right, so I don't think I'm going to spoil this movie for anybody because it's more than 30 years old. But there was that part where the bad guys go to grab him and he opens his jacket and it has that that boxing glove that but, comes out yeah. and punches him <laughs> in the face. So here's cheesy part one that I picked up on. The guy gets punched in the face and then he tries to shake it off. And when he's shaking his head... It makes that sound like, oh, yo, 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 like, oh, yo, 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 you know, like a real cartoon sound effect. And I'm like, ah, cheese, but it's okay. I'm still having a good time. It's fun. Uh-huh. And the other cheesy thing I noticed was um, when uh, they're trying to uh, get through one of the 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 uh, the I guess you could call it a puzzle sort of uh, when they're looking when they're following the treasure map. She has to play this piano and. She's playing the wrong notes. And wait, is that the part? You know what? Maybe it's a different part. Anyway, there's a part where where Data, the kid with all the inventions, uh, falls through like a trap door. And the thing that saves his life is what he calls his pinchers of power, which are like some chattery teeth that's attached to a spring that shoots up and grabs onto like a, a rock or a stalactite or something. And keeps and him from falling. falling and this is yeah, and this spring catches him and keeps him from falling onto the spikes or the excuse me, the pickles <laughs> down at the bottom of, of the cave. And when it when it catches, when it makes a full stretch, it makes it's a sound effect. Again, a cartoon sound effect that goes boing, boing, you know, like a like a spring. Boing, boing. 
And again, I'm like, oh, cheesy. And it's his pictures, his chattery teeth. They wouldn't hold him up. But again, I'm like, I forgive it. It's fun. <laughs> I remember loving that as a kid thinking, oh, man, you know. How cool is so, that? Yeah, how cool is that? He's These inventors are saving his life, keeping him out of trouble. But it was a lot of fun. If you get a chance to see it on the big screen again, go do it. It was a fun night. It was real nostalgic. And again, the tribute that I haven't done yet, this was produced by Steven Spielberg, directed by Richard Donner. But Steven Spielberg was so much of the magic of my childhood. Seeing this again made me feel like a kid. It was great. It was fun. Highly recommend That's cool because I wish, I mean, I don't wish, but I don't have that... um Nostalgia? What does that, that mean? Nostalgia is like just like a fondness for things from a long time ago. Like yeah, com- I, don't I get have, real nostalgic about comic books, certain music. You know, I don't have that nostalgic bring- style. Like there's nothing that you miss from your childhood. What if what if you had like a My Little Pony? Would no. that make you feel like no? Mm-mm. Rainbow Bright? Not really. Oh, I got it. How about this? What if I found your old pound puppies? Oh, yeah, I do remember them. But I think did, I had a brown they, one. But and I remember that brown one. It mm-hmm. got filthy, by the way. Yeah. But, like, if you had that, it wouldn't. you wouldn't be like, oh, my goodness, my pound puppy. I feel like just when I was a kid and got, like, okay, like the perfect example, Christmas, when I got my brother the $6 million man action figure. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's some hard nostalgia right there. Yeah. I'm thinking, remember, I think we talked about those little uh, light brights and those little oh, yeah. paint and things. Oh, yeah, and the that, those remind, that reminds me of that stuff. But, like, when you those get are it, nostalgic. you feel like you're transported back to that time? Or or you just like, oh, man, I used to love these, and that's it? I think they tie me to some dark memories. <laughs> you just said last episode you didn't have a dark childhood. I said memories. I said childhood. Oh. <laughs> no, just like, no, I guess maybe I do. I'm just kind of weird, I guess. Well, here, here's the exact definition, just so there's no mistakes. Nostalgia. A sentimental longing for wistful affection for the past, typically for a period or place with happy personal associations. Oh, I have plenty of those. Like what? Example. Like the little light bright things. I remember the pound puppies. Um, I remember Smurfs. Smurfs. Um, never Barbie. Um, but like, never do you like miss the Sesame Smurfs? Street. Are you like, man, I wish I could still watch the Smurfs like I used to when I was a kid. No. But when I see the Smurf movie that they come out, I remember the Smurf cartoons and how that's used well, that's to, I think that was all we used to watch. But they're happy memories. Like oh, like Alice in Wonderland. Um, Wonderland? <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> That's a Wushateria thing, okay? <laughs> like Sunday. You know, Sunday, not Sunday. <laughs> and, and Monday. <laughs> and Tuesday. And Wednesday. The only one is Friday. <laughs> because saturday and sunday aren't (laughs) why are you making fun of the way your our parents talk i'm not it's our entire family why are you making fun of the way our family talks i'm not making fun i'm thinking of nostalgic (laughs) (laughs) i'm being when i hear somebody say warsh it takes me back to my childhood chores Man, I have a sentimental longing or a wistful affection for that past. (laughs) Okay, stop. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to make people mad. We don't want to do that. That's not what the show is about. Yeah, I'm very nostalgic for old Steven Spielberg classics. They they make me feel like a kid again. He's like your childhood superhero. And he's still your adult hero. He might have been my father. Oh my gosh. Not really. Not not biologically. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> I would be swimming in dough. I'd be making movies on the You reg. would be making him proud that his son is taking his footsteps. 
I would be Tello Spielberg. <laughs> we need to let Steven Spielberg know how much and of this a... Would, this wouldn't be number two podcast. This would be the uh, Spielberg... It would be ST. Spielberg and Taurus. <laughs> I was going to say Spielberg Tello. <laughs> Tello Spielberg. I know, but you know how they put the last name first? And the first name last? Yes. <laughs> Who's on first? Spielberg. What's on second? Taurus. I mean, Tello. <laughs> I don't know who's on third. We're, we're way off track. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I would just think it'd remember? be cool if Steven Spielberg was your dad. Oh, you think it would be cool? What would you give you and I him? I have a relationship. What would you give him for I, Father's Day? I wouldn't even Day? know who you. <laughs> whatever he wants. <laughs> like, Dad, can I borrow your credit card that never has any issues? Whatever part of the country we're in, whatever part of the city we're in. Sure, son, you can come to me for anything. You know that. I'm proud of you. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he does was he like have sons or kids? Yeah, he has kids. I wonder what they do. Oh, he's probably <laughs> One smart does a and number keeps two them podcast. out of the public eye. <laughs> <laughs> His long lost, forgotten Mexican son. Oh gosh. No, I, I, he 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 was like his movies were. I could relate so much to his movies as a kid because he he was feeling I think a lot of what I I felt. See, I watched his documentary, a great documentary on HBO about him. Mm-hmm. You should check it out. And in the documentary, well, he he thought for years he blamed his father for the divorce of his parents because he thought his father had abandoned them, but his father actually not literally, but figuratively took a bullet for the family. His mom actually left his dad for his dad's best friend. His dad was like a workaholic and always, you know, away. Mm-hmm. So he, she and her, her husband's best friend would, you know, keep each other company. And they ended up falling in love with one another. So for years, and you can see it in his movies, like Steven Spielberg blamed his father and he didn't have a relationship with him. But the the father actually left. He didn't want the kids to blame the mom. He wanted them to have a relationship with his mother. And years later, they reconnected and worked things out. But <clears throat> but his, his dad did, I thought, a real... No- <sighs> it's hard to say this because he wasn't in his life for so much, but I thought he did a really noble thing by taking the blame and allowing him to have a good relationship with his mother because that's what the father really wanted him to have. Mm-hmm. And then they were able to patch things up later and and become friendly. And I think, if I remember correctly, it's been a while, I think, um, I think the mom's second husband died at some point. And I'm pretty sure the mother and father ended up back together again. Like, they, they were they were really in love it's just you know circumstances that that came came between them and and caused the split but anyway uh that was deep yeah i mean it's it's that's his real yeah he's a fascinating guy like Mm -hmm. his life is really interesting like he's been making movies since he was a kid like this is something that he always wanted to do and he was able to do it as a kid and and pursue it and just grew a career out of it and it's so crazy to see when he was a young filmmaker back in the 70s the group of friends he had were like these young maverick filmmakers george lucas was making star wars like at the time that he was like making jaws or had already made jaws so you got this you know can you imagine like hey i'm steven spielberg one day I'll be the most powerful man in Hollywood and one of my best friends is a guy who's going to make a cultural phenomenon that is going to change the world of movies, visual effects, special effects, and and popular. It's going to change his culture in general. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. By the way, you know what? I'm going to make some movies that change culture too. We're going to make movies together that change culture. And also I'm hanging out with uh, one of our friends, our mentor, this other guy, Francis Coppola. Yeah, you ever heard of a movie called Godfather? Yeah. 
My buddy made that one. He made a bunch of other movies too, but you, you, I'm sure you heard of that one. I think I need new friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, and this other guy I know, I hang out with him all the time. He's uh, he's working on a movie that's going to scare the shit out of you called Carrie. <laughs> you ever heard of that one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to go on to make some other great movies too, but like that's... That, you know, we're we're all just kids right now messing around. Oh, we're just oh, having fun and, with uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it, and it turns out, uh, the um, Brian De Palma who made Carrie, he saw Star Wars before it was released, and he's like, "Look, I don't get it. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. These people, you know, what's going on in this story?" And he's like yelling at George Lucas, and he's like, "You got to tell a little bit of a backstory." So he wrote something for him. And if you've ever seen Star Wars, you know how they always open up with that 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 text that scrolls up at right. the beginning that tells a little bit of the backstory. He wrote yeah. that. He's like, here, put this at the beginning of the movie. This will explain some things. And now I know who, who I'm watching and why. And now that's the way every every major Star, Star Wars, Wars movie starts. Yeah. It's like it's it's become a signature thing. Hey, thanks, buddy. Thanks for making my 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 movie that's going to impact popular culture even better surround oh, yourself yeah, hey. with success and who well, you I mean, want they to weren't, be they weren't they were just hungry young filmmakers who were all extremely talented like somehow exactly. they exactly they were just drawn to each other oh by the way my they buddy shared Marty, the same goals by the way my buddy marty scorsese you know that guy martin <laughs> scorsese we talked about him before <laughs> making taxi driver uh, Raging Bull, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna make some very impactful films that's gonna inspire generations of people. He's gonna do it in a beautiful, artistic way. This guy knows how to tell a story. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and produce a movie for him one day, and it's gonna be up to that point. It's gonna be the most successful movie he's made. That's what I'm gonna do for him, and he's gonna do a lot for this world because he's gonna put these wonderful stories out there. Yeah, that's the group of guys I hang out with. How many people can say that besides that group of people? You need to become friends with one of them. <laughs> That's it. Well, no. I need to like become friends with other hungry filmmakers who are going to inspire each other. I yeah, but, like, inspire you, you. I'm not a filmmaker, but I'm like, No, no. You, honestly, because you it. do. And I'm not taking anything away from that. But you don't inspire me enough. Because <laughs> I don't know your I'm lingo. No, no, no. no. I no, don't no, know no, the... No. I don't know... I'm not nostalgia enough. <laughs> I don't think anyone is. No, and this is not this is not a slight against you. This is not bad mouthing. Oh you no, I get it. I'm just not I, the credit just and the support you need. No, it's not that. Well, don't make this about you because this has <laughs> nothing to do with you. Obviously, oh. I'm just amazed that this group of friends came together at this time. Like you think about time as a whole, you think about your lifespan. It's not coincidence. Or is it? Like no, this it's strange not. Co- no, it's mm-hmm. not. It's like a cosmic. Like you said, it was the the timing was right. The 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 like they found the, they're from all over the country, and yet they all can. Yeah, Hollywood was like the place to make movies, like the only place to make movies. And but like they all found their way to each other, and worked with each other, helped each other, inspired each other. That's right. And it was just like this they ridiculous l- amount of talent pulled into this handful of people. They looked for it. They went out. They found it. And they got it. Yeah, but for decades, these guys ruled Hollywood. Like, they made I think it's like best. a mafia thing. Like, the mob. Like, no, I wonder if they killed off other people or stole ideas and got rid of I'm, them. And I'm, nobody maybe, ever got credit for it. Maybe there was some of that. But beyond that though like they wouldn't be able to maintain a career if that's all they were doing like these guys are that good and it's just it's so awe inspiring well well, you gotta find your own dreams I have my dreams I just need new friends because this is the last (laughs) show thanks for doing it if you're if you're a budding filmmaker and you would like to co-host the podcast with another budding filmmaker Hit me up, numtupod at gmail.com. You can find us <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> at numtupod. That's N-U-M-T-W-O-P-O-D. By the way, there's some movies I have ideas for, and uh, you can buy the shirts with those fake movie posters on there <laughs> at campfirepod.com slash merch. That's C-A-M-P-F 
Y-R-E-P-O-D.com slash merch. There's a, oh, because, I mean, we did the the short together, the little title credit, uh, A La Muerta. Yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> you can get that shirt, buy it uh, on Amazon. Um, or, you know what, I'm a visual effects artist. I'm the VFX Max. You can get that shirt. Or if you want to support the podcast directly, number two podcast shirt. Why not? Pick it up campfirepod.com slash merge you'll click on the image it'll take you to Amazon where you'll buy the shirt and if you buy anything else on Amazon during that point we might make a small commission at no extra charge to you I don't know not 100% sure how it works but anyway buy a shirt support the show right cuz absolutely support the number two podcast yeah this by the way I think I took over this show it's probably gonna be boring I talk way no, too much no it's not it was, it was good and you know what? There's still more stuff in my notes that I didn't get to. So maybe next episode. You you got it in you to do three in a row? No. Me neither. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm gonna turn this down for a second. Because uh, at the end of the last episode, my cousin had an idea to do a rap battle over the music. And I told her she needed a plan for that. And what'd you say? That I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that people like, planned for like, that stuff. You're like they, they just they don't have they don't have anything with them. They just go and do it. I'm like, yeah. They've been doing it for years. You, you think they don't have a plan? They got a plan in their head. They know what they're doing. They have a lot of practice behind them. They don't just one day wake up and be like, hey, I've never rapped before, but today I'm gonna go join a rap battle. And I'm just gonna let it flow. I'd have Come no flow. on, cousin, let it flow. You know you got the words inside your head. Just let them bleed out and don't be dead like that. <laughs> I can't rap, so come and join me and say something like this. And you yes. have no flow. You got I to don't. go. <laughs> oh man, we're terrible at this. I'm gonna rap and say goodbye and hello next time. Vote. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you I'm terrible at this. <laughs> I should have prepared. I'm making fun of you and now I'm making a fool of myself. I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself. So I'm gonna grab some rhymes off the shelf. Because that rhymes with myself. <laughs> that was awful too. I don't know what I'm doing. This is the worst uh, rap ever. This, Your turn, yeah, cause. No battle. Uh, <laughs> battle. Drop the mic. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, please don't drop the mic. Those are too expensive. Goodbye. Yeah.